Welcome to the Women's Wisdom, Our Journey in Emergency Medicine podcast, a production of the Women in Emergency Medicine section of the American Academy of Emergency Medicine. Join Dr. Molly Estes as she's joined by prominent women in emergency medicine and other special guests. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Women's Wisdom Podcast. My name is Molly Estes, and I'm clinical faculty at Loma Linda University in Southern California. And today I'm very pleased to welcome Dr. Alina Matina. Alina, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Our pleasure entirely. Tell us a little bit about yourself. So um, I originally came from Russia. I always kind of start my story with that. Um, So my mom was a physician back in Russia and uh, she, you know, uh, there's no college in Russia. You kind of go from high school to um, medical school. So she was a practicing physician for about 10 years. And then we won the lottery of uh, coming to America. And uh, in 1999, And my father decided to stay back in Russia because he had a lot going on there and she refused to do that and just, you know, took me along and her and I came to America together. Uh, But, you know, coming to America, she had to uh, leave, you know, she had to leave medicine behind there, right? She couldn't be a physician in America right away. There's no language, no money, nothing. And so her and I kind of grew up together. She was like a young mom because you have kids really young in Russia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. And so my whole entire, you know, path uh, to medicine and to, you know, sitting in front of you right now was kind of learning from her and being inspired uh, by her pursuit of medicine. She came to America. She went to PA school actually at UC Davis. Uh, we're from California. We immigrated to California originally. Um, And then as I was watching her, you know, pursue PA school, interviewing with a little pocket dictionary in her hand, (laughs) because there was no such thing as, you know, uh, Google then. And (laughs) Google Translate did not come along until a few years later. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So I, uh, you know, watched that, watched those hardships, those experiences, uh, you know, trying to work as a secretary while pursuing medicine. And that really tough woman uh, taught me to be a really tough woman. And uh, medicine is kind of all I know, which is kind of silly, but it's uh, it's just such a prestigious uh, specialty and prestigious job in my mind, just watching uh, her hustle. So here I am. And then I went to uh, medical school. I went to medical school at Western. Uh, DO school. And then I um, finished finished it and went into emergency medicine. Uh, I scribed for two years in a busy, busy emergency room. I liked all the puzzle solving and all the, you know, chaos, but it's uh, disorganized and organized. I loved all the procedures. And so I went into emergency medicine and it's like, the best decision I have ever made. And my, I always like to say to all my medical students and, you know, to all my co-residents and attendings that I don't see emergency medicine as a job. I see it as a hobby (laughs) and there's a lot of little things you can do in this hobby. So I really do love our job. We're going to unpack this a little bit more. How old were you when you guys immigrated? Um, So I was 
seven years old. Uh, yeah. So pretty young, but you know, old enough to remember everything. I was going to say just old enough to realize exactly what you were leaving behind and face all the conscious stress and strain of moving to a completely new country with a completely new language, completely new way of doing absolutely everything in life, including such basic things as grocery shopping. What was that like being a kid and making such a big change? It was, it was, you know, a crazy experience. Um, I went to, I, I went to kindergarten. So I was one year behind because I didn't know English and you, I remember everything, right? So you remember coming and just uh, being in a, you know, I went to a public school and I didn't know English. I was really like picked on, like kids are really mean. Why are kids so mean? So mean. And so I was picked on and, you know, came home crying to my mom and saying how miserable I was at school. And so they ended up, um, she took me out of public school, put me in private school. I went to a subsidized um, a Jewish school, like a private Jewish school. Um, so we came as Jewish Russian refugees. So that kind of adds another tier. That's to an entirely <laughs> another layer. Yes. That I did not know everyone. Wow. Okay. Right. So in 1999, it was the last group of um, refugees that America was accepting that were, that were Jewish. And we, again, like I said, won the lottery to come to America through this program. And uh, my mom shared my story, our story uh, with a private Jewish school and kind of how I was having a hard time in public school. And, you know, they opened up their arms to us um, and kind of the students that were in the school and the, you know, wealthier family subsidized my education. Kudos to your mom throughout this entire process. I cannot even imagine being, like you said, a young mother immigrating to a new country with my young daughter again, like you said, not speaking the language and not having the benefits of some of the technology that make that kind of transition, you know, quote unquote, air quotes, easier, because there's nothing easy remotely about that kind of transition. But then to be able to navigate a completely foreign schooling system in order to try to get you what you needed, huge. Uh, I'm already planning on hitting you up for some time in the future to get your mom on the show so we can interview her. Um, is she still a practicing PA? And if so, what does she practice? Yes, she is still a practicing PA. So back in Russia, she did PGI. So then after that, she got into PGI. So when she came to America, she now does adult GI. Yeah. Because kids are not little adults, but all adults are big babies. Um, and so, you know, that was probably a fairly easy transition to make. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she, it's so true. And she just, she's real. she's so passionate about it. And she's so passionate about, um, you know, preventative medicine. And she does a lot of that as a PA for their, um, for their uh, huge practice. They have a practice in Ventura County. And she's been with them for 20 years, 20 plus years, and she's still going at it. Wow. That is absolutely amazing. What it must, uh, like you said, you know, you remember everything from this time. You remember your mom being a doctor. You remember your mom coming to the U.S. and not being allowed to practice medicine because of the rules and regulations um, that we have here. And you watched your mom go through this process of choosing medicine again for a second time. And now that you've been through this process, 
you know exactly how hard that choice must have been for her. What do you remember seeing in your mom or learning from your mom during her transition period back into medicine, choosing medicine for a second time? I think I remember her uh, hustle, like just, just the hard work and, you know, medicine, um, there's so much uh, information in it. There's so much studying we do that I feel like I'm still traumatized by. (laughs) (laughs) PTSD about my textbooks. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) uh, It's a real thing. And just uh, watching her, you know, that lots of being a single mother, she, I'm, I was her best friend. I was her diary. And I listened to firsthand to all the hardships she, you know, went through. There was us and a small apartment and, you know, I had the bedroom. She had the living room. The living room was her bedroom. I would come out of my bedroom and she would just vent to me about how hard (laughs) and difficult this whole process is in a, in a different language, all in, in a second language in English. And so I think that watching how hard it was, but then watching where she is today and watching that progression of, yes, she put, you know, all of it into these few hard years, but the payoff and the satisfaction and how she can still practice what she loves. It, you know, I learned that and I learned that I want to do it too. Which of course leads into the very next most natural question, which is many times we end up going into medicine through this blissful naivete and ignorance as to exactly how hard it's going to be. You did not have that. You knew exactly how hard it was going to be. And then some, how in the world did you choose to do this to yourself? (laughs) I say completely loving my job. That was our conversation before we started the recording. So don't anybody misunderstand. I love my job, but it is rough. So how did you choose it? Um, so what I did through undergrad is I volunteered in the hospital. I volunteered in the emergency department as a volunteer in the emergency department. You clean garbage, (laughs) you really start on the bottom, you restock. And I just, I loved the emergency room from the moment I entered it. It was, it was all of this you know, hard work, uh, because the doctors were like superstars in my mind. They knew all of this information. Plus they knew how to take care of everyone from a little old grandma to, you know, a pregnant 21 year old to a three-year-old that's crying. It was so cool. And as I was cleaning up garbage, (laughs) I (laughs) was also talking to these cool physicians and on top of them being awesome doctors, they were awesome humans. Everyone is so nice, so friendly, like plug for emergency medicine. (laughs) (laughs) All the plugs for emergency medicine. (laughs) Uh, We have a pretty cool group of people working in the specialty and it hasn't changed. And then going and I scribed for two years, Uh, I was, you know, I grew as a scribe, I became chief scribe and I, you know, handled kind of, I was like the liaison between the doctors and all my scribes and still like cool people, so much information that they had to share. And this world was, I was immersed in it. 
And then, um, you know, I went to medical school to open mind because medicine is cool, but there was just something that keep, kept drawing me back into the emergency room. And so, and I'm still just the biggest advocate for emergency medicine and everything we do. Not very many people can say that they've seen behind the curtain and still willingly walked through it. Uh, so it's, it is amazing to me that you saw everything that your mom went through and yet you still saw her passion on the other side of it and still chose that exact same struggle and passion dichotomy for yourself. So as we draw this conversation to a close, sadly enough, um, let's end with this. If you could look back at any point in your life up until this point, what piece of advice would you give yourself? Uh the best piece of advice I would give myself is uh, probably that not, you know, you have to try everything and not by not trying something, you will fail at it. So that's the biggest advice, just being really open-minded and open-hearted to everything that the universe is going to bring to you. And if you have an idea, go for it. Because the worst thing that can happen is either you fail at it or you succeed. But what if you never tried it at all? Couldn't have said it better myself. Literally have chills up and down my spine. Well, Dr. Matina, thank you so, so much for joining us today, for taking time out of your very busy schedule in order to do this segment with us. It has been an absolute pleasure getting to hear your story. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me again. And to all of our listeners, we'll see you on the next episode of Women's Wisdom. Take care. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast from the American Academy of Emergency Medicine. AAEM is a nonprofit professional association of over 8,000 emergency physicians dedicated to board certification and democratic group practice. For more information about AAEM, visit our website at www.aaem.org. Find all episodes of this podcast and our other podcast series on the AAEM website under resources and then publications. Join us again next episode for a new journey through emergency medicine.